0: So speaking of painful and disgusting and all that, I got the world's best Christmas gift uh, from my wife this Christmas. Uh, she got me a karaoke machine. Why would she give you that? Oh, I just realized. <laughs> I I don't know. And when I plugged it in, she instantly regretted
1: it. <laughs> yeah, really? <And> oh Lord.
0: <laughs> so uh, I, uh, I like to sing and I, will argue with my nine-year-old because i tried to take all the turns i don't want her to sing i just want to sing well then she's like okay daddy can i can i please sing um into the into the unknown from frozen and i was like sure whatever whatever chris this kid blew me away i i immediately oh my god i immediately told my 16 year old i said start recording this is going on youtube Now it's time for the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris.
2: 0
0: That's right. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast, voted number one by our friends and family. We are the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. If you'd like to connect with us on the Instagram, the Facebook, the YouTube, just check out our website, newfriendspodcast.com On that website, you can also join our Patreon, where you can watch live episodes, be in our Discord, and do all sorts of exclusive fun things with us. And also our merchandise, our sweet merchandise is on there as well. We still have our Christmas designs, even though we said that when the uh, the Time Capsule episode aired, we would take that stuff off, but it's still there. So uh, go grab that stuff. If you listen to us on Apple, please give us a five-star review and rating. If you listen to us on Spotify, answer the question or the poll. My name is Scott. I'm the host. With me, as always, our producer, the scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris.
3: Napoleon, don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day.
0: Oh, oh Napoleon dynamite. Yes. yes. Very nice. Subbing in for the poor, sweet, sick queen of the Sunrail, Mary from the Diz Is Podcast, Redbeard Alex.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. I just got off the Sunrail. I made it on time. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and also,
0: special guest for today, he is our Patreon member. Big J, Jared in the house. How you doing, Jared?
2: What is up? Glad to be here. Finally contribute fully to an episode, so I'm glad to be here.
0: Jared, you contribute in more ways than you realize. Uh, you know, just watching your facial expressions when we do these episodes and uh, you shooting ideas back and forth, so I appreciate you more than you realize. I
2: really appreciate that. Like, that's Christmas night or, or Christmas day. I was texting with Mary, and that's exactly what she was telling me, that she was telling me that she from her perspective she appreciates how i have contributed not only to the show but to your your life scott chris's alex like even hers like just me being there has contributed greatly to it and i quote mary that she thinks i keep you
0: in line <laughs> yeah for sure for sure
3: chris you've got some uh, you've got some shout outs you wanted to do I do uh, tis the season for shout outs, so in yeah, the mail yeah. <laughs> you you just you just didn't make the list Alex. I'm sorry. Dang it. so um, you wore the the honorable mention though. Last week, received a big package in the mail from Team Gina. Team Gina, uh, I missed an email from them a while ago because I did sign up for the 5K that I did not run, but I did donate. They said, hey, you can still sign up if you don't run. So I did not run, but I did donate. And uh, the stipulation for a virtual sign up was you just get a T-shirt. You don't get a medal or anything. You just get a T-shirt. So I get this I got a medal package. last year. Well, I got I got a bunch of stuff. They sent they sent the medal, they sent the T shirt, they sent like this nice little packet thing. It was really cool. So shout out to the guys over at Team Gina. It was uh, it was I'm a really I'm cool checking eBay right
0: now. There's a bunch of Team Gina stuff on eBay right
3: now. Chris. I don't know anything about <laughs> that. No, I, I I know nothing of that.
0: No, those, are but, good. those are good guys. And if yeah. you don't know what Chris is talking about, the Gene McReynolds Foundation, they were on the episode Blue Skidoo Weekend 2 with Team Gina. Check out that episode. That is uh, the charity that we support. Yeah, they love giving out swag and they've got some really, really cool swag and they're all golfers. So they've got a lot of golf swag. So I'm interested yeah. to hear all the stuff you got.
3: It's nice stuff, too. I wore the T-shirt today, really good quality. And the metal's really nice, too. Like, it's just the art on that's real good. It's, it's not cheap looking. It's very, very nice stuff. But um, besides that, that was a really cool surprise. Because uh, I guess there were so many people that signed up. They were on, like, back order. I didn't get it for a while. I thought I wasn't getting it at all. And then I Thanks, saw an Obama. email saying that. I know. I know. <laughs> so uh, something a little more surprising, I got some physical, physical fan mail. Really? Is yes. it cool? It, physical like olden times physical fan mail you can someone see someone uh, wrote you a letter someone wrote me a letter from orlando florida
0: oh i can't and, wait because now i know now i know what this is i'm so excited the letter says the COVID off of
1: it first did th- you say did, did you spread the COVID off of it first
3: <laughs> i i did i did uh yeah i put it in the oven for 15 minutes at 375 <laughs> and it's good to go now so the letter do you says, remember, sorry, do you remember
0: at the beginning of the pandemic when we were spraying down our Amazon packages? And oh, like, yeah. I was just talking know. about
3: that the other day. Our groceries, wiping <laughs> yes. down our bananas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was the most painful part of the pandemic. For, well, I mean, that's pretty insensitive. Yeah, For me, it was the most painful right. part of the pandemic. That still sounds insensitive. So, anyway, the letter <laughs> says, enjoy listening to your wit and creativity. Have a wonderful Christmas. And it was signed by the author of the sunshine state gazette yes you got my mom's (laughs) newsletter. yes she goes it says marine and uh it is in parentheses Uh, scott's mom (laughs) and i so i was reading through the uh the famous sunshine state gazette and this is actually something that i would love to do when i'm older and have a you know family (laughs) and it like this is actually really really cool so scott's section is really nicely done and then on the bottom Here's the little shout out to the No New Friends podcast. And you are she is she is your mom. Here, here, here's what the uh, Sunshine Gazette says. In his spare time, Scott started a podcast with a couple of his friends. The podcast is called the No New Friends podcast. They have lots of fun talking and joking about adulting. Scott, Mary, and their new friend Chris are hilarious. They enjoy telling their funny stories in a creative way. Anyone can listen to their podcast on Spotify or anywhere <laughs> podcasts can be heard.
1: It's so funny because it sounds like she's writing like a letter about her like twelve year old boy. Like he got a new
3: friend, Chris. <laughs> and
1: they're like really good friends now. It's amazing.
3: So I want to give a special special shout out to Scott's mom. This was really sweet. This made my day. I get a letter addressed from Orlando, Florida, or uh, and I'm like, this is like it, it, really is like. There's no way Scott's writing me something. No, I was like, there's no way Scott sent me a card. Is and he, I just I, I just didn't think that was and I, if he took like special Christmas photos I think I would have seen it on Facebook so I don't even know what this could be, and it's like this thick card something like, there's something in here and it's the Sunshine State Gazette and I, it made my day so um, I it was I just wanted to let you know that I this was this was like. Probably the best gift I got this year.
0: Oh, that's sweet. Was, and my mom will hear that. She'll really cool. love this.
3: I know. This was really, really cool. And it was cool hearing about the Sunshine State Gazette, but it was even cooler having it in my possession and reading through it. <laughs> this is really cool. I, I just, I, the picture she puts, like, how, to, first of all, how does she know how to do this? Because this is some pretty advanced stuff for someone who is, you know, not, you know, did not in their twenties. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: So, first of all, my mom has been doing this since um, I think before my sister and I were born. So forty some years she's been doing this, and she was she she first started on a typewriter, and then you know as as uh, technology progressed you know she she went to print shop and was doing it on print shop and there weren't really pictures it was just clip art Uh, and then so my mom's profession she was a teacher and she was a third grade teacher for the longest time and then she moved into the media center or library so she had to learn all this technology stuff so if I were to give her a raw copy of our episode, she could probably edit, edit it and clean it up a hell of a lot better than I do.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, work at a, I work at a school in the media center. They are like, they run, they, they keep the school moving. Yeah, they're like the, the technology, technology experts. Are like the bosses, like they, they are up there. If you have an issue with anything about the school, you go to a media, media center. That's what I do. If I have any issue with anything, I go to a media center and I ask them questions because they know everything. They, ha- they take care of everything for everyone. It's like crazy.
3: Yeah, for sure. For sure. My, so, favorite, my favorite little picture is you standing in a parking lot. And the caption says, Scott's standing in the parking lot at his new job. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the, the, f- let me explain that. So I can't say exactly where I work because I want to be able to speak freely. And I work for a very large company in the Orlando area that is probably monitoring this right now. So, as a kid, we would go into gift shops of this large company mm-hmm. and they have a a thing on property that's you know a a un it's a university in quotes uh, you okay. know so they actually sell this blank university merchandise
3: uh, that's so my cool. mom,
0: yeah, my mom used to always tell me, you know if you don't if you continue not working hard in school, you know you're going to end up going to this university <laughs> so when i had to attend a class at this university i took a picture sent it to my mom and i said aren't you proud mom <laughs> you've come full circle i've come full circle yep oh man that's
3: amazing yeah but this was this was uh this was really cool because you talked about this i don't know couple, a couple of so episodes ago yeah, yeah. and yeah. uh and i didn't know if i was getting one i, I, requ- I did request one and she listened yes she did So that was really cool that was that was I think the highlight so far of my of my winter break. Have you guys had any highlights or are going to have any highlights? Cuz I know we all have, oh besides Scott who works a lot now. I know yeah. Alex is off for the week. I don't know if yes. if uh, either one of you have any highlights or highlights already that came or went or whatever.
0: Well, I'm going to see Spider-Man tomorrow. So by the time this episode airs, I will have seen Spider-Man and I have seen something that went public. Um, Chris, you made a prediction a couple weeks ago. I did. Thank uh, you for noticing. Yep, that you had this feeling that we would see a trailer, uh, and this isn't oh, a spoiler yeah. because this is public it's now. It's out. Yep. So, um, I've watched said trailer, and I was getting concerned with how much time I've invested into Marvel What If, um, because I'm not seeing any connections or anything. Right. I, I'm I'm trying to figure out how they're going to connect it. Until the Doctor Strange trailer. Oh. Uh, seeing Strange Supreme uh, was so badass. I needed, uh, as Mary would say, I needed a change of underwear and a cigarette.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Even the melting buildings when he steps outside is like an exact parallel from the from the episode. Yeah, yeah. I can't I, wait for it.
0: And then seeing Christine walking down the aisle. Yeah, it's... Uh...
3: <sighs> so... Uh, a, a content creator that I follow, um, he made a prediction. He thinks that uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is going to be able to introduce some of the Fox superheroes, like the X-Men and the Fantastic Four, from different parallel universals and stuff like that. Because you see you know, a little bit of the multiverse in the trailer. like You see all the doors right. and, and yeah, gateways. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So he was well, saying know- that- Go ahead, sorry. Well, he was saying that his prediction is that Chris Evans is going to walk through one of these portals. Oh. Right? And then he's going to say, flame on. And and he's going to be the Human Torch from the original oh, Fantastic Four movie.
0: Could you, Chris Evans playing two characters in the same universe?
3: I, that would be, how crazy well, Dr. Strange be? does. Dr. Strange is in the trailer. What? He's two different Dr. Stranges in the trailer. Uh, well, yeah,
0: but that's two different characters. <laughs> Stop. Um, well, and I know from watching the, the Spider-Man trailers a billion times, Dr. Strange's mug says, for Fox's sake.
3: Oh, uh, uh, I never, I I never even put two and two together. That's pretty funny.
0: Yeah, so that's you know that's interesting where they're we're gonna where they're gonna take all of this. I'm just I'm excited to see Spider Man tomorrow night. I can't wait. I've uh, I've been off of Facebook. I've been able to avoid all but one spoiler. Um, so I'm I'm feeling pretty good about my chances to uh, enjoy this movie.
3: I saw half of the movie before I saw it. it it was disgusting and in the last place that i would expect it to it wasn't twitter it wasn't instagram it wasn't facebook it was youtube i had to avoid youtube 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 people were posting clips from the from the press premiere i I went on to youtube videos
1: you watch all those videos about the you know you watch those videos like 31 things you didn't see in the trailer and all that stuff so of course it's gonna pop up
3: i'll tell you what my feed every day but this week (laughs) His all reselling videos. <laughs> and and the one and the, the week where I didn't want to see any superhero, I haven't watched a superhero video on YouTube in, in, in a long time. But guess what started playing? Yep. A couple days before I saw Spider-Man. Yeah. And it, it was like and it started autoplaying like halfway through the video. <sighs> and if you start the video, it says spoilers in five, four, but oh, no, it yeah. starts auto-playing through the middle of the video. Oh. So I saw I saw a lot of the stuff that happens in the movie. And but how does how does YouTube keep that up? Like if you try to, if if you because it gets creator.
0: millions and millions of views, especially if they're reaction videos. What did we learn from Mary's reaction video to The Red Wedding?
3: But this is a bootleg video. Oh, okay, so a perfect, perfect example, Scott. You get flagged for the Game of Thrones audio <laughs> in the background, right? And this yeah. person can record the, from, the, from the press premiere. I guarantee you there's not that many uh, of these videos on the internet. It's not hard. For them to find the, the the video that's up of the actual screen, right? But Jared, and they keep that? it up there.
2: Now, Chris, like I actually could give some insight into this. Like now, what I'm about to say comes to, actually directly from Dane. He said that like if you physically put a raw recording, where it comes in the radio, like for a certain song or whatever, onto mm-hmm. YouTube, yeah, they're going to nail you with a copyright. However, if you take that same song and you use the like a voice the voice member app on our iPhone, whatever. And you physically record that plane, then you put that up. Technically, even though you're using the same song, that's a raw recording that you did. Therefore, it's your audio. You can therefore YouTube cannot exactly claim as someone else's. That's
3: interesting.
0: Yeah, Dane's got a lot of uh, a lot of YouTube hack yeah, tricks.
3: Yeah, little loopholes. I'm gonna make a lot of money next next week. <laughs> based on this information.
0: So
2: shout so shout out to Big Beauty for Disney on that one.
3: Yeah, very good. Very good. All
0: right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, I got to tell you about a Christmas gift that I got that uh, I'm getting a lot of use out of, and there may be a video associated with it. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back.
1: I don't want those personal videos.
0: Hey, new new friends, listeners. If you're anything like me, you don't have the desire or time to clean your own house. That's why I've been using I Believe Services for the last five to six years. They are your one-stop shop for all of your cleaning needs. They do commercial, house cleaning, vacation homes, post-construction, party cleanup, deep cleaning, move in or move out, pressure washing, laundry, inside cabinets, fridge, oven, and much more. Call them today, 407-928-4595. Check them out on Facebook or their website, I Believe Services.
2: Hey guys, what's going on? It's Remy from Remy's Roundtable alongside my dangerous co-host, Chris. Guys, our podcast is pretty much all about what is going on here in the beautiful state of Florida. We cover your theme park news, the rumors, and of course, guys, we bring on some local celebrities such as the 5-Minute Professor from Real Radio 104.1. So guys, don't go anywhere and uh, stay tuned and listen to this episode of the No New Friends
3: podcast.
1: Hey, this is Craig Brooks with Tasty Trivia, and you're listening to the No New Friends podcast.
0: welcome back to the no new friends podcast with scott mary and chris but tonight it is scott chris alex and jared uh mary's not feeling well uh it, it, mary poor mary the bubonic plague is going through her house it's like a nasty nasty stomach virus and uh really? i won't go into details but it's it's bad. It's like COVID called and they want their viruses back. It's it's bad in the Reedy household. So Mary and the Reedy family get well very soon because that stinks. Uh, it does, I'm sure. Uh,
2: <laughs> either the stomach flu or having food poisoning is probably one of the two most worst feelings I've ever had in my life. Oh, so
0: it, it's it's terrible. It's terrible, especially those 24 hour bugs that it's just Oh, I hate those. It's terrible. Um it comparable all- to
3: having to watch the Polar Express, right? There. <laughs> Stop.
0: We had we had a, a delightful Polar Express sleepover at delightful. my house. Delightful. delightful. We uh we made cookies at my mom's. It was uh and and usually all the kids are there. Well, my oldest two were were both working, and my 16-year-old daughter, she gets really into it. She's a big help with younger kids, and she wasn't there. So I had to step up and actually work and not just drink. It was uh, uh,
3: disappointing.
0: Yeah, it was a little bit painful, but uh, I, I stepped up. I got a gold star and then we did the Polar Express sleepover and that was that was fun.
2: I got to know, Scott, what did you, what did your mom think of my Polar Express memorabilia? Did you ever show her?
0: I have not shown her that. And, uh, you know, we were talking about her joining Patreon. She's like, but yeah, but then I've got to watch the show when it comes on at a certain time. I was like, no, <laughs> that's just if you want to watch it live, just, uh, you know. Uh, donate twenty bucks to me. Uh, yeah, just month.
3: give us your money. We don't care if you're there or not. Yeah,
0: I don't. Right? I mean, you know, I, I love interaction though. Um, I, so speaking of painful and disgusting and all that, I got the world's best Christmas gift uh, from my wife this Christmas. Uh, she got me a karaoke machine.
3: Why would she give you that? Oh, I just realized.
0: <laughs> I I don't know. And when I plugged it in, she instantly regretted
1: it. Yeah, really. <laughs> and, oh Lord.
0: <laughs> so. I, uh, I like to sing and I will argue with my nine-year-old because I tried to take all the turns. I don't want her to sing. I just want to sing. Well, then she's like, okay, daddy, can I, can I please sing, um, into the, into the unknown from frozen? And I was like, sure, whatever, whatever. Chris, this kid blew me away. I, I immediately, oh my God. I immediately told my 16 year old, I said, start recording. This is going on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. Like to the point where now she had to start taking requests from me and I was like, okay, sing the song from Moana and sing this. I, Alex, I got goosebumps and you've got a daughter. So when, yeah. when, when, how old is your daughter? Four. Four. Okay. So I don't know if she sings or whatever, but like when she does that thing that she really likes to do and my daughter loves to sing that first time that it just blows you away, whether it's art or poet, whatever it is, it's good. You're gonna get goosebumps, some tears. Being a girl dad is awesome.
1: You know, it's funny you say that because we actually got microphones for our kids, and they're like electronic microphones that light up, but they have speakers built into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also have buttons so you can do audio differences, like raise voices, low voices. Oh, that's uh, cool. And uh, we had to get two, of course, because we have two kids, and right, they don't so- have to share.
0: Meanwhile, uh, unbeknownst to you, uh, they're doing the co-his podcast in, uh, in, in, the, in the Playroom. They're the, my first podcast set. <laughs> Darn them, young! So I did. I did record a video, one video of me singing, and I don't typically do that because I used to be a good singer in high school. You know, I I, I auditioned for American Idol. We talked talked about this on an earlier episode.
1: Um, no, you don't have to be good to audition American Idol.
0: You don't. You don't. I okay. and and I was. Be- I was past being good then too, but at one point I could sing and uh, working on the, you know, driving the jaws boats, the universal and smoking has kind of uh, hurt my singing voice, but I did record my rendition of band-aids. Do they know it's Christmas?
3: I watched that on my, uh, on my floor, in my living room while putting together my desk that I got. And I paused for a full three and a half minutes with Emily. So I could watch this video.
1: Oh, I didn't <laughs> this video.
0: Dang it. I, I, well, I'm going to, I'm going to put it on our Patreon. Uh, so if you want to see our video or my video of uh, singing Band Aid, do you know, it's Christmas you got to join our Patreon because I don't know that I'm going to make that public unless I'll
3: tell I tell you what, Scott, feel I feel like I make money. You, you say you can't sing, but you can hold a note. And that's, that's, I feel like that's equally as important. Like if you I, can't hold a note, then you're a bad singer, but you can hold a note.
0: I can hold a note and I can stay on key. It's yeah. just getting to that note sometimes is difficult.
3: There's but keys. you get, but you do get there. There's keys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. I but, also
3: don't know what I'm talking about, but it sounds like I know what I'm talking about. Alex, you just say key <laughs> and note a lot. And it's like, oh, this guy knows, this guy knows singing. This so when
0: I, I get sing. this karaoke machine, I'm like, I, and I've been wanting one for a while. So I love, love karaoke
3: listen? machines. I love singing.
0: Me too. I love singing. I love doing karaoke.
1: I love karaoke night.
0: Yeah. We gotta when uh, I don't know if we're gonna because there's so much that we're planning for when Chris is here. I know um, we're
1: not gonna be able to sleep.
0: No, we're not. There's this place at CityWalk, Universal CityWalk. It's called Rising Star, and I think I've talked Total about bulk. this before, but it's a not karaoke, that. Yeah, it's a great place. It's a karaoke <laughs> place, but it's with a live band and backup singers. So you're not singing to a track; you're actually singing in front of a live band. That's um, amazing. It that is, sounds
1: terrifying.
0: Oh no, it's really <laughs> badass. But the the greatest thing about it is, if you suck, they've got three sound engineers that are going to turn you down and turn up the backup singers. So you can so, still perform. Yeah, exactly. It's so badass. Uh, but I would love to take you guys there. But so I get this karaoke machine and the first thought I had is, Oh, I'm wanting to do a live recording of the podcast when Chris is in town. So now we can all have dual mics so that anybody who comes to see us record can also hear what we're talking about. So it's like this dual purpose thing, you know, where I'll have a little, I'm going to carry this little speaker and uh, (laughs) and they can hear us. Now, here's the funny thing, Chris, you're going to actually all you guys will all love this. So I open it and I take it out of the box and my wife's like, huh, that's a lot smaller than I thought it would be. And I said, well, that's not the first time I've heard that, but also (laughs) uh, just like my Beetlejuice (laughs) sign. Uh, So I guess just things in this house we think are going to be bigger and they're not.
1: So my wife she orders stuff through Target and she's like I thought I ordered the large size not the small size. I was like just read the dimensions. Like take 2 <laughs> seconds to read the dimensions.
3: I uh I actually me and uh, Alex actually ordered something together the other day and yes, we we, did. uh and I it was again it was something that was I don't want to say disappointed but I was uh disappointed. I, I would say <laughs> Mildly, mildly disappointed, and this was a non-physical item, uh, yes. Scott. This was something I did post uh, as my profile picture. I know. I'm going to get every every penny's worth. I of was
0: so confused.
3: Oh, this is what I'm talking about. Chris, on. Chris goes, That's you know bizarre. what? You know what? I'm going to buy something, and I said, oh no.
1: He's like, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy something online. I'm not going to spend over a hundred dollars though. And I said, this sounds like a bad idea.
3: <laughs> I did have a budget. Uh, Alex and I recorded the Co-League podcast on Tuesday night and I said to Alex I said listen man I'm exhausted uh after we record the podcast I'm going go to go and purchase my first NFT and then I'm going to go to bed. It a very strange <laughs> thing to say.
0: So real real quick in in a in a couple words what is an NFT?
3: Who knows? Who knows?
0: <laughs> okay. An NFT so, so it's like is like Bitcoin.
3: It's okay, so an NFT is a is a digital something. It's it's a digital something, right? So you can describe and and like so. In this case, I bought digital art, right? So I own the rights to this specific piece of art. No no one,
1: no one else can use that art without paying you money. They
3: can. They can use it. Right. Own it. Exactly. Like you know, you can
1: go buy a knockoff Van Gogh. But you don't own the actual Van Gogh. Exactly. Chris owns the actual. Image. I he has oh, that goes along with it. That's so if, proof that he owns the actual image.
0: So if someone else wants to
3: use this image, you get money. No, they can use it all they want. <laughs> it's kind of like you can put, uh, you can make your profile picture or you can make your background on a computer a picture of the Mona Lisa, and Da Vinci doesn't get any money from that,
2: <laughs> right? He's
3: dead. That that the that, Da Vinci that definitely State. goes into that definitely goes into play, but <laughs> he doesn't get any money from that. So you can go to the you can go to the the museum in Paris and go and take a picture of the Mona Lisa, but you don't own that Mona Lisa. That's right. So someone can make an offer to that that museum and buy the Mona Lisa off that person, but you can't sell that Mona Lisa because you don't own it. So I can sell this piece of art.
1: Okay. So I own it.
0: if this piece of art becomes very popular, yeah,
1: right? If if it does. If
0: then and yeah. someone wants to buy it from you if that's it is. Exactly. where you would make some money
3: right and it's a garbage picture spot. no <laughs> one's gonna buy this, <laughs> this. Well, we we're looking at pictures for like what 45 minutes we, we, it was a really it, long it just, time
1: settled on this one you're like you know what i'm just gonna buy it because it's cheap it was a week before we christmas thought.
3: it had a rudolph nose i'm like we this thought is very it was festive easy. scott uh, alex what was the price tag on this thing listed dollars five dollars we thought five dollars for that. I've
0: Chris. I've seen that picture. It is garbage. Hold Terrible. on, hold on.
1: That's just the beginning of five dollars. Right. Because it was more than five dollars.
3: So you can't pay for said NFT with dollars. You have to pay with it with cryptocurrency. Oh my so god! I wire transferred. I don't. I don't even know what's called wire transfer. I transferred a hundred dollars worth It'll of transfer. Ethereum to from my. Why one digital wallet to my Coinbase wallet.
1: Very right? secure. Very secure. <laughs> very secure.
3: Very instant. It was very fast. You pay a small
0: uh, the, the, fee. The guys on the episode, uh, what would you say Mary does here, would disagree that Coinbase is safe. They would shoot, me. They would right. shoot me. if they right. heard You should have called Mary. She could have helped you out with all this.
3: No, because she would have told me not to
0: buy it. She would have made <laughs> a good decision.
1: <laughs> hey, so I wanted to be there. I was telling him not to do it either. And I was, was also telling, telling him this stuff it. is garbage.
3: But he was also saying, wow, that one's cool. So he was also pure. Product. Yeah. They ended up being like a hundred dollars. Yeah, they were, they were expensive. So $5 that, you know what? Cause I really wanted to buy an NFT. I wanted to see what it was oh, all nice. about. I wanted oh, to see nice. where it would go. You know, we were just, we were experimenting
0: real quick. Unre- <laughs> unrelated note, but kind of related. The first time Chris ever said that <laughs> <laughs> back in the, 2017, I put like 40 bucks, 40 or 50 bucks into Bitcoin, Ethereum and Litecoin or whatever. Uh and then I got locked out of my Coinbase. I just checked my Coinbase. I'm up to
3: $151. Oh my gosh. There we go. That's awesome. Wow. It works. Wow. It works. It works. <laughs> it's 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 not real, but it's real. I don't know how to
0: get that money back,
3: but uh there we go. All right, Chris, well, I do have a nice piece valued at $150 <laughs> that I could sell you. So anyway, so I I have um I have about a hundred dollars into this Coinbase wallet of a th- worth of ethereum so i go and i it says you know would you I, I go to purchase this uh nft of this beautiful reindeer with a carrot and i uh i press purchase and i i bought it i go to my uh I, and i'm like you know what I, I was i was on a high i was like let me i'm gonna go buy another one and so you can see go uh, this penny
1: i saw I saw a yes. bunny earlier. I'm going to go buy that bunny. Yes, the bunny. It was, it was a $40. cool bunny. It was, it was, uh, the, it was the bunny called was called way
3: cool. cooler than the reindeer. I mean, so, as far as NFT goes. But you got to see
0: this picture before you it, purchased it. Correct. I did, I did see this picture. I'm so
1: confused.
3: So I, uh, I go to buy the bunny and I check my Coinbase wallet and I have $25 left in my Coinbase wallet. I was like, well, this can't be right. I just yeah. had $100 in here. And I spent $5. So Alex and I were very confused until I pressed the transaction and saw, yes, I did purchase the NFT of the beautiful reindeer for $5. I was charged $70 in fees. Oh, my God. $70 (laughs) in what they call minor fees. I don't know what it takes oh to mine cryptocurrency, but I know there's no physical person with a with a hatchet
2: <laughs> mining this. Stuff. That's what I
3: picture. So for $70, I don't know who that goes to. I don't know what it helps fund. But it 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 was out of my account. So this reindeer cost me $75. Oh my gosh. Uh I got it for a bargain uh allegedly though because I went to the history cuz that everything is public, uh, as when as far as NFTs go, and after it was originally created, it sold for six hundred and fifty dollars. What? Yeah. Chris, so it
0: looks like someone used like eight bit, isn't that what the, like
3: eight bit graphics? That's uh, the style God. they're going. Yeah, for. that's just, if you if you saw these these if you look up CryptoPunks, uh huh, they sell for tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, and they're going. And I did find out. Why they sell for so much? Why I was doing I was doing this all wrong, and I will not do this. In case you know my FD FBI agent uh, assigned to me <laughs> is listening. So what people do is a millionaire or a billionaire will buy an a piece of NFT artwork for fifty, hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? And it's art. It's you know considered an, an investment they then may and and they they you know the the government or whoever collects taxes the irs can see that they spent you know say a hundred thousand dollars on this nft artwork right it's a tax write-off they then create a secondary crypto wallet on a non-traceable wallet uh, server is there's I'm this sure like there's now. this essentially an offshore account, but it's it's there's these different brokerages that you can create accounts with that are not traceable. They are um decentralized, not you know the government cannot see the transactions. And what they do is they sell the artwork that they just bought for one hundred thousand dollars for five hundred dollars, and then that's a ninety nine thousand five hundred dollars loss. so so now they it's still, a it's a loss, so they don't have right. to pay taxes on it. They still own the art because it's in their secondary wallet, but they just sold it to themselves for ninety-nine thousand five hundred dollars less. So I did so it's essentially a way for millionaires to launder their money. For me, it's just a way for me to get fleeced for $75. <laughs> You're going to have to put that
0: picture up on our Facebook. Because that, that'll be the, uh, that that be the, that should be the album
3: artwork, the, the podcast. Oh, yes, art I yes. give you permission to use oh, it. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. Art. So if anybody wants to purchase this uh, <laughs> and I, and I do, I, I will, uh, I will be creating one of one scumbag reselling quarter, the host, and Queen of the Sun rail NFTs for purchase. Oh, yep. there is All a right. is red beard uh, NFT available right now on my OPC account for. $20. I like it. I very, like it. That's expensive. fantastic. That'll be exciting. Uh, yeah, so Alex, gonna I, I'm going to
0: need up. you to be a better influence on your friend, uh, on
3: our friend, Chris. I, I,
1: I mean, I tried to stop him and he I did try. Told him things were dumb. But then, you know, I was curious what's going to happen.
3: Yeah, he did try. Just
1: didn't try very hard. No, I did. I said, don't stop. No, don't do that. No, don't. Yeah. don't.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, uh, they fail. say that again well happy new year everybody this is our first episode of the new year it's uh january 2nd today uh which is crazy that we're in the year 2022 and when we come back jared's got a huge announcement that uh i want him to share with all of our listeners we're super excited about it and then uh we're going to talk about uh our little night out to downtown winter garden where we got to meet jared in person you're listening to the no new friends podcast we'll be right back
1: you like disney do you love finding out fun facts about your favorite attractions or restaurants then you must try Diz his the disney history podcast joe alex and jen will keep you entertained as a deep dive into all things disney visit dizhiz.com or follow us on all social media at Diz his 65 we even have a youtube channel just search dis his anywhere and i hope you give us a listen
0: hi this is comedian miguel Colon and you're listening to the no new friends podcast Welcome back to the Noting Friends Podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. This week, it's Scott, Chris, Alex, and Jared. And speaking of Jared... Uh, so Joe from Diz His and I got to, and I talked about this a little bit about about this in the uh, Han Solo episode, but uh, Joe and I got to go meet Jared. We had dinner at this uh, really cool pizza place in downtown Winter Garden, and then we went to the uh, Jared. What's the name? It's like the Train Society of Orlando or something. It's
2: called the. Central Florida Railway Histori- Historical Society, located at the Central Florida Rail-, Rail Museum at the Historic Winter Garden, Florida.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And so we, we got to sit on the board meeting, which was uh, uh, very, very interesting and entertaining. And uh, then Jared gave this really cool presentation on the railroad lines in St Andrews, Scotland. And uh Chris was able to watch what was it via YouTube? You were able to yeah, watch all
3: that. Great stream too. The video quality and audio quality was really really impressive.
0: I know. That I wanted good. to hire that guy to uh <laughs> do our stuff for the podcast. It was great. Yeah. So that was really awesome. And then Jared, you've got some really uh really big news. So today right now this is January 2nd. So you this is like this takes place January 4th when this happens, right? Picture January 2nd, 1922. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: that was funny, Jared. <laughs> Mary, you're welcome. So, so literally January 3rd, I'll be starting my brand new employment. My brand new career with a very successful company that's been in existence over 30 years, Modern Aquatic. So I'll be part of their production team, creating high-level resort-level pools, forest slides. Water features, fountains, lazy rivers, anything that's associated with water, you name it, it's them. The, if you actually take some time on to look go look on the website, modernquad.com, you would be actually your mind actually would go blown of how many projects they have done that you would recognize, Alex would recognize, Chris would even recognize over the years. Like you will be surprised how many projects there are that you would recognize. Like, oh, cr- holy shit, that was them. Holy crap.
0: Yeah, you, you were telling me that like they do fountains and different water effects for, for some of the firework shows and some of the, the, the shows at uh um but so you are a you are a um aquatic design and engineer, correct?
2: So with my position as project coordinator, so I'll be using the skills uh I have developed from doing my technical uh, certification program at Valencia. An advanced CAT specializing specialized in, in, in architecture, but in this case, I'll be taking the skills I learned in that program, but going more civil, dealing with a whole bunch more, but associated with plumbing and all that, and using the also using special tools and skills that are have been uh, developed in house. So combining both those together will, will enable me to do my job efficiently. So eventually. So my long-term run is get a nice long career with the company, grow up with the ranks, project coordinator, senior project coordinator, eventually go, they go into the engineering engineering level and keep try to go up the rank as, as far as I can.
0: That's awesome. Good for you, man. Good yeah, for you. Congratulations. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's so exciting. And, you know, we were mentioning, what uh, we may have mentioned the theme parks, I don't know. But um, Alex, I wanted to kick it over to you for a second. So you are on a very successful Disney podcast, the Diz His podcast, uh, but you, like me, prefer Universal, and we were talking about this a little bit on the break, and, uh, and it's, it's I completely understand your reasons why, but why don't you, let's discuss this.
1: Well, you brought it up because on a, a last Diz His podcast, I joked because we were talking about pricing for Disney and how much it costs to get a single Fast Pass on a ride that you did not have a Fast Pass for that day. And it's like twelve dollars per person, or something like that. And um, yeah,
0: Jen was saying like in Disneyland, it was like yeah, twelve dollars per person for the the cars ride.
1: Yes, and uh, you know, I guess your guests know now that now that I'm I'm cheap and I don't want to spend money. And going to Disney already costs money, but it's relatively gotten more expensive the last couple of years. Um, so knowing that. My wife and I have been discussing, you know, will we go into Disney in the future once we feel comfortable going back with our kids? And we want to try to go at least once with them, especially my son who hasn't been yet. But we may have to turn over to become universal people because their their pricing is so much more affordable. for the family, Alex. Yeah, exactly. It's, It's so much more affordable for us right now. Eventually, when I eventually want to get back to Disney. I would hope Disney eventually, maybe their pricing would go back to where it was, but probably not because people don't bring your pricing down. Yeah, I've never seen the theme parks uh, oh bring their pricing too much money. Let's bring it down a notch. <laughs> so you know, I love Disney, and I probably won't like you know love Universal like I love Disney, but for going to a theme park, I think in the future I may have to be a Universal person.
0: So here's here's my thoughts on it because I'm I'm with you, um, and, and I love Disney. Disney is a magical place. It has a lot of childhood memories. Uh, but Universal, first of all, the, the tickets, the annual passes, the express has a hell of a lot more value. There's so much if you look at it in just dollars and cents, there's more value. Even if you break down the per park price on the annual pass, Universal is a hell of a lot cheaper. Like their mm-hmm. premium pass is che- is like equivalent to one of the lower tier passes at disney pricing wise uh so the values there and then also as your kids get like i feel like at there's a point there's a there's a time in our life where disney is not as fun anymore and but it's it's just a window it's when you're not it's when you're not a kid anymore and it's before you have kids yeah there's that window except for when you're chris um but chris looks like a child so it's fine it yeah. it's a pass for me yeah, but there's that window where you don't really love Disney anymore because it's kind of childish and all that. Although they're getting better with like the thriller, the thrill rides. Whereas right. Universal, you you work up to that age and then you never grow out of it.
1: Yeah, because the different, you know, Jurassic Jurassic, and uh, Jurassic. Oh my God. Jurassic. Like
0: saying, Jurassic. Jurassic.
1: Whoa. Jurassic. Yeah, words are hard for Alex. Uh, for that. And, uh, you know, they have a bunch of different, you know, they have different. What is it? What is it called when you own things? Intellectual IPs?
3: property. Intellectual yeah, property. Different
1: IPs that are more mature. Yeah. At least more mature for, you know, 20 year olds and whatnot. Yeah.
3: So you might get an annual pass to uh, Universal.
1: <laughs> yeah. You get an annual pass to Universal and then we might save up for, for Disney trips. Yeah.
3: Universal has done a great job in the past, I don't know, five years with just making changes that guests actually want i feel like disney's been really like missing the mark recently on on giving giving uh guests what they actually want and it's like kind of just like they're cutting here cutting there universal has been like i feel like hitting it on all marks i watch a lot of um youtube videos of people going to disney and the Universal videos that, that are put up, I, I enjoy those as, as, almost as much as I do as the Disney ones. They, uh, that food festival yeah. that Universal did, oh my gosh, the, I, they, they nailed it. Now,
2: Chris, I'll be able to, I say for you that ever since the Wizarding World of Harry Potter got introduced to Orlando from the periods 2011 to 2014 mm-hmm. for Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade, both, I mean, flat honestly, dude, both those. Uh, additions to studios and ours adventure literally save universal orlando's rear without question without
0: without question without question because i mean i remember before the harry potters opened up they would have days where they only had like five to six thousand people in the park yeah and those days are long gone unless there's a hurricane a pandemic or well not even anymore with the pandemic, but at the <laughs> beginning the beginning of the pandemic or when the park first reopened or was about to close and people were really scared to go, the parks were dead. But yeah, Harry Potter saved that company. And then they've just, Chris, you nailed it. They they do a lot of things that they're, first of all, they really, I think, I feel like they value their annual pass holders a lot more they, than Disney does. For
2: sure. They They do. And I mean, for me, like I have, the second to the highest highest tier. I have a have a two part preferred, and nine times out of ten, I feel almost every time I go there, I feel I'm getting my heart, my mind's worth out of the past. Like I love it that even for me, I have free general parking, which I was actually shocked on the like this have been like around Christmas, like the what the price was for to park right like city walk. Yeah, I like to park on prime. The prime up, which is level three in the parking garage, which I'm exactly on the same level of security, so I can just walk, walk and go. And I went on the Friday, be- the Friday before Christmas, and I paid twenty three dollars for a prime parking. The few days later, getting close to Christmas, prime parking with for the general public sixty.
3: Wow, big savings if oh you're pass
2: holder. Yeah. Huh? So, yeah, so yeah, this the same even just the parking alone. You pay the twenty-five dollars, whatever. After that, you're pretty much paying your parking for free right there on the spot. Depending whether you get Premier or Preferred, And actually do that's a benefit to save some money. Like whether you get food, like in this case for Skyler, Chef Alcatraz, like oh
0: yeah, and it's drinking. Yep. One thing that Universal did is you know during the pandemic when they had to make all sorts of changes and whatnot, um, the Premier Pass, which is the top tier valet parking was closed park hours were limited so they you know they get express after four o'clock which is like disney's fast pass or lightning lane they get unlimited express after 4 p.m well they were closing the park at like 6 so that was like dramatically reducing their amount of time that they could have express. so what they did is they said hey we want to make this up to you now you have express for two hours earlier it's going to start at two o'clock in the afternoon and also we're going because a premier pass gets uh one free ticket to Halloween Hornights. We're going to give you a guest pass to Halloween Hornights as well. Wow. So you can actually, bring, you know, one for you and one for a guest. So they just do a lot of things. Whereas I don't, I don't see, I, I don't see Disney doing a lot of that stuff. I mean, they did the extension when they were closed, but I, I just, there's more value uh, in a universal pass and there's more value from the company to the pass holders.
3: When I went a couple of years I, ago with Emily, it was more than a couple of years ago now, but we did four days in Disney, two days in Universal, and even doing the four days in Disney and being huge Disney fans, the most magical moment of that vacation was going through the brick wall and seeing yes. Diagon Alley. Cause that was yes. our first time ever, ever uh, walking through that, that, uh, that entrance. We had no, we didn't know where we had no idea where, where Diagon Alley was. And I'm thinking in the movie, they have to walk through a wall. I wonder if they actually, you know, did something. Same like
0: that. thing happened to us. And, and I've put some videos on YouTube Great of video, uh, some yeah. reactions, but the very first time I went and we're, I, I, my mom was sitting with Abby because Abby wasn't tall enough to do Gringotts. So they were sitting at the fountain outside, like in England, like not in Diagon Alley. Because I'm like, okay, wait here, we're gonna we're gonna go ride the ride real quick. And I walked in through that brick wall, and I was like, oh, and and I went to get my mom, and I'm like, mom, you gotta, it's crazy, come in and see this. The
3: music changing, everything.
0: It's amazing. It's amazing.
3: I've been a pass holder
2: and from working at at Universal, but I think what Universal really does well is the, I hate to bash on Disney a little bit this, on this little, but Universal has done well, particularly with Harry Potter, a sense of immersion into the story. You you are totally into it. There is no escaping it. I can't help just, there's I've been into in, in Diagon now so many times, but there's always something I'm, I'm catching that I missed before. I gotta get in there, get my butterbeer, I gotta have it. All the other lands, particularly in Islands of Adventure, but Summit and the studio side as well that they had really taken the time to truly totally immerse the guests into the into this particular storyline or a certain scene. As comparison to Disney, while well, they were doing that for years, but I think there was a time where now Disney needs to step up the game more and get more into the immersion. Like I mean, they could try they're trying to do that now with the new ho- the new hotel for Galaxy's Edge. I think we're
1: like, what Alex. but it costs an arm and a leg yeah yeah
0: i mean look i think they're doing it for uh for a galaxy's edge they do a pretty good job of that they do a really nice job of it in pandora uh and then the arm and a leg hotel that none of us will ever experience uh and and space 220 um real quick before we go chris alex what do you got going on on the next episode of the Diz his podcast
1: We are doing the next episode, which will be out when this is out. Maybe it comes
0: out two days later. So this episode comes out on Sunday, the second uh, Tuesday. Yeah.
1: So it comes out on Tuesday will be the episode about mission breakout, the tower terror. Oh, okay. Nice.
3: And actually, uh,
1: Chris took control of this history and wrote pretty much the whole thing. Wow! So, yeah,
3: I did do a lot. It was really interesting. I couldn't stop myself. It was uh because I it's I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. I've watched the ride. I didn't know there was so many you know different facts and variations of the ride and everything. It was cool to cool to huh. learn about.
0: So what I'm hearing is Chris can take on more responsibility on this show as well. <laughs> no,
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you can check out Diz's. They publish their episodes every Tuesday morning. I... You can connect with them, Diz. Oh, Scott, oh. you forget
2: I, I am part of Remy's... Damn you! What? <laughs> you forgot I'm, I'm a part of Remy's Roundtable. You know that.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. What do you got on Remy's Roundtable?
2: Next Friday, so th- that's going to be our first episode of the new year, so we're going to be obviously discussing uh, the Spider-Man movie. The Five-Minute Professor is going to be back with us uh, for another episode. And this particular time, I gave him the topic and the topic for this for month of January is the Scottish Highland Games. Ooh, nice!
3: Right up your alley.
2: Obviously, now Scott has seen me in my full attire. So has Joe. So this will you be, be in full
3: attire for the episode? Uh, do I want to be?
0: I think you should be. Yeah. I think you should be in the full Scottish attire
3: real quick question i should have
0: asked you this earlier um because traditional uh when you wear the kilt there's yep. no undergarments were were there undergarments that night please tell me there were
2: yes okay were. so
0: jared was wearing <laughs> the, the, underwear the, that night the
2: the, the traditional scar of or full commando is nothing under underneath the kilt that's the that is the Iconic question, the million dollar question. Everyone wants to know what what is born under the (laughs) kill. Well,
0: I should have probably asked that before, uh, (laughs) before now, but uh, listen, you can connect with, uh, with DizHiz and Remy's Roundtable. DizHiz is DizHiz65 on all social media, DizHiz.com. Remy's Roundtable is Remy's Roundtable on all social media. And you can check both podcasts out wherever you listen to your podcast. For us, please connect with us on the YouTube, the Facebook, the Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, just go to our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. Check out our merchandise. Join our Patreon, where even you can be a guest on our one of our episodes sometime. And um, if you listen to us on Spotify, answer that poll question. And if you listen to us on Apple, give us a five-star review and rating. On behalf of Mary, Chris, Alex, and Jared, I'm Scott. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.
2: Okay, bye!